Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to another episode of the Seven Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph, and today I have with me some Turo hosts. For those who don't know, Turo is basically the Airbnb for cars. It's a quicker process, no security deposit. In some cases, it's cheaper than the average rental. But um, hopefully the car rental companies don't come for me after this. So, yeah. Um, I myself have hosted before, so this episode is going to be interesting. And, um, yeah, I'm going to be quiet and let them introduce themselves, and then we'll get into it. Hi, my name is Kathy. Uh, coming from Maryland. Hi, my name is uh, Dr. Giovanna Brave Boy, and I'm from Atlanta. Atlanta. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, when y'all, when y'all start doing tarot? Uh, I I started. Well, my husband and I started last year, um, mm-hmm. doing tarot, and then we've kind of been doing it since then. So I started uh, two years ago with a, as a co-host with a friend of mine. And then mm-hmm. about a year ago, I decided to start with my own tour. Mm. How did you guys start? Um, well, for us, it was more or less just trying to figure out what other avenues we can get into to start getting more money, creating more money. And then for my birthday last year, around this time last year, actually, um, my husband really wanted to get a slingshot and he kind of tricked me into it, I feel, because he was like, yeah, I'm gonna get the slingshot and put it on Toro and then it's gonna pay itself. And then from there, it kind of <laughs> just, it kind of just went from there. But I really feel like he really wanted just to get a slingshot and ride in it for a little <laughs> bit, but also make money too. And so that's how we kind of started. Um, we started from there and now we have the six cars on the platform. Damn. So seven six, cars on the platform. Seven? Mm-hmm. God damn. Kind of get like <laughs> Sheesh. <laughs> uh, well, I started, like I said, with the co-host thing and I saw how easy it was. And mm-hmm. I kind of told my husband, I was like, look, we, we can do this. And I went and got a car and I put it on there and we've been rocking and rolling ever since. Yeah, pretty pretty easy yeah that's what's up what was your what was your first car in Toro? uh the first car i did was uh my personal car which is a kia sorento um mm-hmm. that was the first car we put on there okay so with mine i um got a maserati ghibli Oof. That was, yeah. yeah, I was like, "Go big, <laughs> <Come> on!" <laughs> you just jump straight to him, brother. I remember my first car was like a Chevy, a Chevy Cruze. <laughs> oh, we got Dominique joining us. <laughs> Dominique, introduce yourself. Hey, it's me, Dominique. Um, I am a mom of two, a serial entrepreneur uh, who fired her job back in September. Um, and I've been doing the Airbnb Toro game for now a year. Yeah, it's a year now. Yeah, happy <laughs> anniversary. Well, yeah. Today? Today's your anniversary? Oh, well, not today. My anniversary is back in May um, oh. <laughs> for the Airbnb, but for the Toro, it's July 4th. Oh, damn. We almost be coming up on that. I know, right? Yeah, it's a year. I was asking them, what was the first car that they put on Toro was yours um my Hyundai Genesis who has been rolling since then and then the second one was uh the um the Range Rover 
Damn, all right, you just went from the Genesis to a range. That's crazy. Hey, go big, go, go home, like Javonna said. I don't know. I, 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 I was a little nervous, but I did it. Man. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be scared to do that too. Um, so like, what's the busiest time of the year for you guys? Um, for me, it was like the summertime. Like as soon as I put it on, it was like jumping it was like back to back to back to back and then like around the winter time for the genesis i should say around the winter time the uh the range was kind of jumping because it's a truck um semi like crossover i got an evoke so it's like um a little bit of semi but that and then that kind of stopped a little bit but genesis has been picking back up and just been flowing ever since to be honest mm. For me, um, I would say that my husband and I, we ours are really kicking in now because we were able to scale in a very short amount of time. Um, so the slingshot, of course, does better in the summertime. It didn't do any mm-hmm. real numbers in the wintertime, obviously, right? Because mm-hmm. Maryland has all the seasons. Yeah. Um, but then in December, we picked up two Hyundai Sonatas. Um, and then those started like right away um, getting booked. Um, and then we just, uh, ended up just picking up another Hyundai Sonata, actually the same color and everything as the other one. Um, and that one also, those cars, those like economy cars really do well in our area. So, mm-hmm. um, those have been really picking up, especially like recently. Um, and I think maybe because it's, it's a four cylinder gas is a little expensive. Um, so mm-hmm. those have been oh. doing better <laughs> right now. You think? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So with, with me, um, uh, same thing. Um, summertime, um, the Maserati is actually always on the road for the most part. Uh, the Range Rover <laughs> in a close second, but um, so the winter time ish. Say the Range Rover will be in the in the lead, and also I was um, touring out of San Diego, so mm-hmm. definitely uh, for the Maserati. And then my car is currently in Phoenix, Arizona, and the Range Rover is actually renting more right now. So oh. I, I think it just depends on your area for sure. Yeah, for sure, definitely. Especially if you're like near there, like an airport, I feel like it's easier for tourists to come grab a car and go. You guys plan on getting more cars? I know, uh, uh, Kathy, you said you got seven cars, but. <clears throat> Definitely planning on getting more cars. Um, my husband has a goal of 10 cars. And so um, we've been able to get them through our business credit. So it hasn't mm-hmm. hit our personal credit, which has been key for us to be able to scale mm-hmm. so quickly. Um, mm-hmm. And so we're hoping by the end of the year to have 10 fully functioning um, cars on Toro. Okay. So I'm trying to get like Kathy and um hey, I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> that because uh the Range Rover was already mine and it's almost paid off. So uh I went and financed the Maserati. I got about probably like a good fifteen thousand left on it. Um my goal is to finish paying them off because they are doing so good and then um uh like convert them over to my LLC because I didn't start with that. So before I do get another car, maybe looking at the beginning of next year so I can catch those car sales. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 
definitely, definitely trying to. Um, I'm looking for a co-host too, because I am in the military, me and my husband. So with me, we kind of gotta really strategize with this. So I'm I'm looking for a co-host out here in um Mayport, Florida, where I'm at. So once I get all that situated, definitely, definitely, definitely. Okay. So for me, definitely. Um, like she said, I'm trying to get like my partner Kathy over there. Um <laughs> So I'm actually uh, building the business credit to get to the point where I'll be able to just, you know, do pretty much the same thing, go and just put it on the, uh, get a couple of cars, back to back. Um, so my goal is actually to have at least five vehicles on, by December to have five vehicles on the Toro platform. Um, I was just talking to a great friend of mine who's going to partner with me with that. Um, so, yeah, so five is my goal. Yeah, I would let you get five. That's a nice, that's a nice goal. But where do you guys park all these cars? If, if especially if you got seven, where do you park all those cars? I have a, I have a special guest. My husband's here. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so he wants to chime in. Hold on. All right, for sure. Hey, what's going on, guys? How you guys doing? Hey, what's going on? How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so to answer your question, um, so I'm already known in the neighborhood with a lot of cars, regardless. So I, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I was mechanic in the beginning, so you know, I, I kept a lot of cars, regardless. So they're already familiar with me of having a lot of cars, and, and the HOA loves him here. Yeah, they definitely love me. <laughs> I mean, they hate him. <laughs> so uh, I do keep all my cars here uh, at the house, but. Um, literally since we've had all the cars, they, I haven't had all the, I've probably had all the cars at the house, maybe five times so far, um, yeah, for a couple of hours and stuff like that. Cause they, they stay pretty booked. Mm-hmm. So right now I currently have at the house one, two, three cars that are at the house. One is leaving tomorrow. One is leaving on Monday. And then the one that I'm driving, Damn, um, that's just yeah. constant money flowing. Yeah. 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 Definitely, definitely flawed. So my two little cars. Um, <laughs> two little. <laughs> two little cars. I'm trying to get like them. Um, my two little <laughs> cars. Uh, we have a three car garage, so um, I parked the two in, and then my husband car. So for now, mm. that's gonna work. But um, um, I'll, I don't know what I'm gonna do if we get more cars. Honestly, hopefully, I'm, I'm hoping the same situation. I'll be able to rotate them out so quick, nobody will even notice. <laughs> hey that's that's a good point actually they yeah, never so, mm-hmm. yeah so also what you can do is since they have that app toro go um so toro goes uh, if you guys are familiar with it is you know allows you to unlock and lock the vehicles um from the app so i'm thinking about getting some vehicles that are uh, approved under the toro go or has that of uh, that functionality um, where you can unlock and lock the, the vehicle from the app and just park in some of the cars. If once we get to that level, the down the street or, you know, maybe a neighborhood over or something like that. So I can just, or park it. Well, since we're close to DC and I have some family members in DC and parking cars over there in those areas um, mm-hmm. where they can just come up, they can unlock the door from the app. They can get the vehicle and park the vehicle right back there. Mm-hmm. That's, awesome. That's convenient. So the, the Range Rover I have is like that, but I'm kind of scared to, I, I normally meet all my, my drivers. So but I, I've been <laughs> yeah, I do. I just do contactless. Uh, I actually, um, 
so I have all mine's automated, like all my messaging is automated. Um, everything that I uh, do is pretty much automated. So really I only conversate with the drivers when they have questions or if there's any issues or anything that I, um, that we need to discuss mm-hmm. if they're going out on a trip, you know, mm-hmm. um, they, they have to contact me beforehand. Yeah, that's, yeah, how, that's how mine is. All of mine's are automated, so I don't even really communicate like Wayne said, unless it's like they're asking me questions. Um, I in my automation automatically said like you're gonna receive all the information within five hours, and then in five hours they get all the information, and then the key box. I don't even the most I tell them is um, make sure that you you know I remind them like make sure I get your picture so that you can get the pass. Um, most of mine leave from the airport, so mm-hmm. I don't really. So, like, how does the Turo Go thing work? Like, I know you unlock the car from the app, but is like the key to the car inside the car, or like, how does yeah, that it's, work? It's inside the car. Oh, you're um, not scared to leave the keys I, inside the car? <laughs> nah, not at all. I mean, normally any cars that I buy, my one of my um. Um, what am I trying to say here? One of the uh, rules that I have for buying any cars, it has to come with two keys. So if it doesn't have, it doesn't have certain um, functionalities like backup camera or Bluetooth and stuff like that, I'm not going to get it. Mm-hmm. So those are just like I started on high car before I, I ventured over to tour. Now I would never go back to high car. <laughs> <laughs> so like, what's some of the mistakes that you've made as far as renting it? Okay, I'll go first because, woo. Okay, so <laughs> they are luxury cars uh, and gas has went up. So early on, I was excited. I was on Turo. I was doing one-day rentals. Now, gas for both cars to fill up is about 84 to 90 now. Mm-hmm. So if I'm doing a one-day rental, I might maybe for, let's just say a Range Rover, maybe a 120-day, right? So I'm barely, barely making a profit because I still have to fill up and make sure clean everything. So for me, I stopped doing one day rentals. So now mm-hmm. at a minimum, you can rent my vehicles is three days because the cost and effect and all that, it just wasn't there for me. And my schedule just was conflicting. So that was one of the mistakes that I made early on. But as soon as I realized this is not making a lot of sense, I just switched. Hey, you learn from your mistakes. Mm-hmm. I think my mistake were not making sure I take full pictures of everything. Um, I had a situation where in my Range Rover, uh, I didn't take a picture of, like the passenger seat, but I did like an arrow, but not the you know the full seat. And I had a I had a guy who claims he did not smoke in the car that he had an instant in the in the Range, which I, I don't know how you put an instant in a car, but he had an instant inside the car. He was biting an instant inside the vehicle. So because I did not take a picture beforehand, it, it wasn't covered, but I was able to at least get the smoking violation that we got. So yeah, mm. that was my mistake of not taking full pictures. So now I take pictures of everything. It don't, it don't matter what it is. I take pictures of everything. <laughs> now, I, I even open the hood now. Damn. Yeah. No you said you go under the hood? Open the hood. I open the hood. Yeah. I'm with I, it now. Yep. I, I do the I do the same as well because um my cousin's a mechanic who works on my vehicles and he said that they swap out parts, yep. You know, like, they swap out oh, pieces. Yep. Tires. So yeah, I try to make sure and he puts like marks, like little thick pieces, yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn, it gets deep. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I, so, I mean, I okay, my bad. <laughs> oh yeah. So the thing that I uh, what I would say was a mistake is adding trackers to the vehicles. So I had one person that went to Ohio. Uh, he he got the car was stolen. Ended up being a hit and run. I guess he was whatever happened. The, we found the vehicle at the impound lot, and I was able to retrieve the vehicle back within 20 days. But I didn't have a tracker on it. But I was through the grace of God, I was able to find it online by just searching the VIN number in the area. Yeah, he he was, did some real investigative work. I don't even know how he found it. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> able to find it and get the vehicle back um but now all my vehicles have trackers absolutely absolutely also um kathy do you guys do uh kill switches we do have the kill switches but i have not um put them on there okay so i do have the kill on it but it's just um since i installed the uh i'm still i installed the tracker myself so i'm just being lazy all right so back to the uh, what you was talking about um uh Javana, what was your mistake again? Um, uh, my, my mistake was um, doing uh, just one day or two day rentals because of the price of gas and cleaning and make sure the vehicles are fine. Oh, yeah. it, I wasn't really profiting. So my mine is now I do a three day um, minimum rental. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. You don't um, you don't charge the people for not filling it back up or. Um, so I do. So I, uh, Toro lets you include extra. So that extra could be um, their gas is included. Maybe you offer car seats, strollers. So in my listing, I tell them I recommend that you buy the prepaid gas so that you don't have to worry about filling back up because mm-hmm. um, hopefully I, I put tell them like both cars take premium. So <laughs> oh, yeah, things get real, really quick, especially if they're trying to rush the car back to me. I've had people pay like mm-hmm. over a hundred dollars because they didn't have time to stop at certain gas stations. I'm just like, it mm-hmm. is what it is. So. Yeah. That's a, that's another one. You, mm-hmm. I feel like, do you all, I think you all have cars that require premium. How's that going? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, go, I, I mean, if I'm driving the vehicle, um, uh, if I'm driving the vehicle to work or whatever have you, I'll drive the vehicle and wherever that gas land at is what is going is going out. I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes have, sometimes three, four, some seven days, and I hope, and most of the time they do, they will fill it up or they'll go above and beyond. So I've been lucky and fortunate a few times. Sometimes I don't win, and then that's when I uh, have to charge them. And I'm very petty when it comes to the gas. So if it ain't where I had it, <laughs> absolutely, gotta be. Dollars, I, I do it, and so what I do before I make that decision, I try to get them to give me a, a, a review. Um, I, you know, because I, I have it already automated, so I try to get them to do a review. If they don't give me the review in time, then I will ask them how the trip was, and you know, if they respond once they respond saying, "Hey, the trip was good, the car was great," and then I'll hit them with the the penalty for the gas, and then they try to give me a four star or whatever, then I can I can get that uh, disputed with uh, Toro because they already agreed or said that the trip was good. Mm. Makes sense. I never tried that. You know what? I'm about to try that. I never thought about that, but I definitely did be petty with the gas. And just the thing, like when you said, like whatever way that um, the gas is there, is that's what they're going to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but I only I'm only pet now I've changed a little bit on the pettiness. So if they rented to from me for like three to four or five days, you know I, I have a little bit of leniency, and depending on I'll how be much I spend. to talk him down, y'all. Yeah. 
like, but if it's a one day, oh uh, yeah, I'm I'm on that. I can't cuss on here, but yeah, I'm on. Hey, you could curse. I don't care. <laughs> but um, so like when you first started doing Toro, like what's something you would tell yourself from when you first started doing Toro? I'm sorry. Can you uh, uh, say it one more time? They would make a noise on the ship. Uh, what's one thing you would tell yourself from when you first started doing Toro? If you could talk to the person from when you first di- started doing Toro. Mm. Um, I, I probably would tell myself patience. Just patience. When you first start, you're like, let's go, let's do this. And it's such, it's such a learning curve. And it's, it's almost disappointing. Because then... <laughs> I, I also want to recommend a, a Facebook group called Toro Host. It's on Facebook, and I learned a lot, so much. And just to keep myself up, uplifted, because I early on, I was like, I don't know. And I had to do with a lot of the one-day rentals, too. And I'm in the military, so I can't just leave at work at 9 o'clock because you want my car. So just staying, you know, encouraged and stuff. Okay. For me, it would be trust the process because mm-hmm. when Wayne wanted to get into it, we first got into higher car and the people on higher car were not the people. Now, y'all don't do wow. it. I'm telling you, higher car will have your car totaled in less than six months. That's what happened to one of our cars. Um, they will total your car. We had so many tickets. I was just like, babe, I don't know. This doesn't seem like it's worth it. But um, <laughs> when we were able to switch over to Toro, get, you know, um, switched over to Toro, I would just say, like, trust the process, like business, any business that you get into passive or however, however, like hands on you are with it. You have to trust the process. You have to be patient with yourself. Um, like Dr. Giovanna said, you have to be patient with yourself and really just like, what is your end goal? Remind yourself of your end goal. Um, and don't don't sweat the small stuff like it's business. You got to just kind of like mm-hmm. learn daily and don't 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 give up if that's what you really want to do. Mm-hmm. For sure. For me, it would be um, just to reiterate, trust the process and don't shortchange yourself. Um, in the beginning, I mean, the, the sites itself, they give you a very minimum amount sometimes. And. I know for me, I started off with very minimum, like, oh, it's just going to be, you know, I think for the, the, uh, the Genesis, I was doing like $30 a day in the beginning. Cause that's what they kind of had. And I was like, I was like, man, I'm not even making it. I'm not, I'm not even, I still got to fill up the gas after that. I still got to clean and all that. And then I started doing my research and seeing, you know, all that was surrounding. And I was like, now I should change myself. So that I would definitely say in the beginning, like trust the process. It does take a minute. You know, I was on hiring car as well. I hated it. I feel like it's the ghetto. Um, <laughs> but as far as uh, just don't shortchange yourself. So like, can you, um, do you all have like um, your cars under LLCs or like how does, how do you guys don't do it? Uh, so I do not. I'm trying to get like Kathy and Wayne. I do not. <laughs> yeah, all our uh, well, the slingshot is definitely not under the LLC. Her Kia is definitely not under the LLC, and yeah, all the other vehicles are. Though. Can you guys give like a little rundown of how the LLC process works, or like having it under LLC? 
So to put the vehicle under the LLC, you're pretty much, well, you, of course, you want to start the foundation of building the business, of having the business name, the business information, EIN, all that good stuff. Um, your business is not a business unless you have a bank account. I know a lot of people think, you know, they have a business and they don't have an account or they're using cash app. It's, that's oh, no. not it. Yeah, you have, you have to have a business account. So having that foundation of it builds the business itself. So once you have it under that, that's when you're pretty much using the business credit um, and building the business credit and then going out and getting a vehicle under the business credit. Sometimes you may have the personal guarantor. However, um, once your credit is where it's at, you don't have to. But the credit wise, you can start again. That's good. That's all hard right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. So like like Dominique said, those are the foundations um, to starting business credit. But you need to have a paid X score uh 80 and above, you need to be in business for two years mm-hmm. or they, you know, under two years, some banks don't mess with you. Um, you have to build a relationship with the financial mm-hmm. manager. You have to, uh, yeah, build a relationship with the financial manager because they're going to be able to help and be able to use their strings to pull to get you what you need. And that's how we were able to scale so fast because we're buying two cars at a time, three cars at a time, you know, all just you know, because of the strings that they're able to pull for us, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. they know we're, yeah. you know, we're, you know, we're, we're, doing, we're doing business with yeah. them. They know what we're trying to do. So they're working with us. So now Once I, you network and make that relationship, that's, that's it. Okay. Can you buy used cars when you don't do it on the LLC? Yeah. These are all used vehicles that we have currently. Uh, okay. Yeah. They're all used vehicles. I haven't ventured into the new car um, platform yet. I mean, well, they're new because they're 2020s and with less than 20,000 miles on it and stuff like that. But one thing I will say is if you are planning on going that route to putting your car under your LLC, like you need to start building your business credit right away. Like that's Mm -hmm. the mistake I think we made. Well, I made Wayne's looking at me like that was you. Um, (laughs) I made that mistake because when we opened, when we first launched our business, he was like, babe, get on this business credit stuff. You need to do this business credit. I was like, well, why we got to get this business credit? Because at the time we were using our HELOC. We had taken out a, a home equity line of credit. Mm-hmm. And so we were purchasing the things that we were like, you know, getting into through our HELOC and then paying ourselves back and, you know, whatever. So I was just like, we don't really need credit. We good, right? And he's like, no, we need to build our credit. And then um, there was a moment where I was trying to get a property under my LLC and when they went to go check my business credit, I didn't have any, right? <laughs> so mm-hmm. they were like, yeah, we can't, we can't give you, like, we can't give you this rental property because you don't have no business credit. And I was like, babe, they said no, because I didn't have a business credit. He's like, I told you to get on our business credit. And so um, I literally just started like going at it full, full force, like getting our business credit up, doing the things that I needed to do, getting these net 30 accounts, doing whatever I needed to do to get that paydex score to 80. And once mm-hmm. that hits 80, like from then it, it has just been so much easier to, to get the things that we really want without having to use our own money. Right. And that's the key. You don't want to use your own money. So I would say get started on building your business credit. Yeah, right. we haven't put any money down. Only the first two vehicles we put money down on. Um, and that was just because that was just a stupid decision yeah. on my end. I was like, yeah, I just want a certain um, price point because we were getting into the game and we wanted the payments to be a certain payment because, you know, we were just testing the waters in December, like really going full body with the Toro. Um, mm-hmm. 
So I, we put some money down, but now I don't even put money down. And literally how I get these vehicles, I really don't even go in there looking for vehicles. Uh, one of my friends actually works at the dealership. So when I'm mm-hmm. servicing the other vehicles, oil changes and whatever maintenance stuff getting done on the vehicles, um, I have a good rapport with one of the salesmen. So I go in the, uh, you know, when I'm waiting, I go and I look at some of the vehicles and I come in there and I write a number, a piece of paper. And I say, yeah, see if you can get these numbers to work. And I walk away. And then they come back with the numbers being worked. So I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I'll take it. <laughs> See if the financial manager can make it work. And then they come back with the numbers and it all works out. And I, I walk away with the vehicles. Okay. Yeah. He uh, definitely went for an oil change and came back and was like, yeah, babe, they're trying to give us two cars. I was like, what? Didn't we just want <laughs> oil change? I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> what? Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, they're trying to give us cars now. I had to let him know, like, okay, hold on. Let's just slow down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we were supposed yeah. to get three. We were supposed to get three cars. <laughs> yeah, I had, to put a, I had to put a break on that one. So I was just like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Um, hold on, hold on. It was a lot yeah. happening one time. Yeah. He's like, yeah, we got to pick up this car and this car. And they want to give us this car right here. And they want to get us this car. I'm like, uh-uh, hold on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, How does that go with the insurance, though? Um, well, we're going to figure it out. I mean, I got all the vehicles under insurance, so I'm going to be switching it under travelers, um, which is more of a commercial, uh, um, insurance and stuff like that, um, that, you know, is actually offered through Toro, um, Toro uses traveler and stuff like that. And I think high car uses as well. So I'm about to switch all the vehicles over to that, um, eventually, um, cause you know, I have them all under my personal policy currently. Okay, because I heard that you could put them under insurance, like under rideshare category ish. I don't know if that's. I don't know if the full like just the vehicle. yeah yeah I have I had commercial uh next insurance went the first vehicle um and it was pretty pricey so yeah I, I was like yeah I'm gonna go ahead and save some ducats and just put it on the personal because you know you don't really need it because you pay for insurance through Toro um with uh-huh. the twenty you know depending on what what level you guys are on or what level you um package mm-hmm. that um for it. Which level um insurance do you guys um uh, recommend for each of your cars? I do eighty percent, um eighty percent, which is seven hundred and fifty dollar uh, deductible. It doesn't come with the um doesn't come with any what is it called rental. It doesn't come with any rental, but you get eighty percent of your money. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so yeah, all my vehicles are eighty percent. I think besides. Okay. Yeah, I think that one's at seventy five. No, actually, I think I put that at eighty two, because I got so many. I don't, I don't need a rental. Just go ahead and give me eighty percent of my money. I'm trying to get into. (laughs) No. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. What about you guys? Uh, so I have both of my cards on the ninety plan. So um, I earn ninety percent of the trip price, and Terrell pays one hundred percent of eligible damage costs above the deductible. Uh, also, um, the range was my personal vehicle anyway, so I have full coverage on that and the Maserati outside of Toro because that's just what I'm comfortable with. Just in case anything go wrong with Toro, I know I'm covered on the back end. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> you don't even know what she just did. He's over here talking about, I'm about to switch all my cars to 90 right now. She just went <laughs> 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 Oh, my God. All my coins. <laughs> Listen, while she was saying, I went back and looked like, wait a minute. So, um, <laughs> I'm really in here because I'm checking somebody out right now. Um, so pretty much the same with uh 
Wayne, I'm trying to switch my cars over to travel because I was just looking at their insurance. Their insurance was a little bit better as far as it. Um, but I definitely have the insurance tutorial what they what they do. So, but mine was a ninety. I didn't think about that. <laughs> and then can I plug one thing in? So with that ninety percent um, payment plan, the deductible is twenty five hundred. However, in common, since I do have full coverage on my on both cars outside of Tarot, either way, mm-hmm. I'm going to go to USAA and I'm going to pay that $500 deductible and we're going to make something move. So it's different ways you can play it. Okay. Because like I know Tarot has insurance and then you have your personal insurance, but like outside of the Tarot, can't you get like another insurance like Geico and put it under a certain category? That's where I'm lost at. <laughs> you put it under the ride share um, category. Um, so mine is mine is under Geico and it's under their um it's like a it's like pretty much like a, a commercial type of insurance that they have. Uh-huh. So that's what mine is under because they will pretty much stop coverage with you if they know that you're doing any kind of business like either Lyft or any kind of business like that. So they'll stop coverage with you. And um, so I decided just to go ahead and do what they have available, but it was a little bit more costly than what I was checking with travelers. Oh, I thought there was a cheaper option though, because it's because it's under rideshare, they lower the cost. I'm gonna have to look into no, that. So, anyway. But that's if you don't have, because I, I wanted to keep full coverage. So the mm-hmm. pricing does, it's cheaper if you do the state minimum. Like I know for here from Merlin, it was state minimum, but I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't want to do the state minimum just just to be, you know, on the safe side. Gotcha. So, like, what's your guys' uh, end goal as far as, I know, I, I think I kind of answered this question, like, how many cars you want to finish off with. But, like, is there anything else you want to do as far as um, the Toro? Um, well, um, as I get closer to retirement, uh, my end goal is to have a 20-car fleet under an LLC. Oof. Yes, <laughs> and hire more co- co-hosts to help me and let that be a part of uh, one of my passive incomes. I, I, I'm definitely sticking with Toro until I have, I guess, an experience that I, I just think that this is this is fitting for what I one of my plans that I have. Okay. You have to buy yourself a garage because, I don't know, or a, a parking lot. Yeah, I might um, just find, like, uh, some, so some dealerships, if you buy enough cars and if it's close enough to the airport, they will allow you to um, park your cars there if they know you're doing ride share. So I'm trying to look into that to build that rapport. Ooh, that's a yeah. gem right there. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I have similar goals. Um, getting um, pretty much getting off the platform and starting uh, having all the vehicles under um, the LLC and utilizing Toro as well as using my own platform. Um, so once we get to 10, uh, the next goal will be 15. And then after that, we'll be 20 and, and keep going from there. Um, and then finding a lot where the vehicle is closer to the airport and trying to, um, um, you know, have a lot and go from there. 30, 35 cars. Oof. I've seen some 85 cars. <laughs> I've seen some by an airport. <laughs> Not an airport, but, you know, just, you know, small rental company you know, small rental company and like like she said have somebody run it and then just keep it passing yeah, you might as well start your own toro well yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the goal to kind of get a wing off the of toro and instead of getting 90 percent of the money get 100 um yeah. it would, would be the goal so um 
you know, this is just a stepping stone um, and just teaches us what we have to learn from just dealing with these, um, the renters and what to expect and what we need to add and make sure, um, you know, it's just a whole learning curve. What do we need to add and what we need to take away? Mm-hmm. Um, the gas, uh, the wear and tear, and is it really uh, feasible? Um, how to keep these vehicles maintained? Uh, how often you should change your oil? Um, and, how, you know, what vehicles that are people mostly attractive? So, you know. All that. And you, you talk about easing away from Toro and like not using the platform at all or what do you mean? Um, using it, using the platform just to gravitate people, new newcomers, but I'm already, so I, I use Toro. So my, my strategy is that I'm customer based. So my goal is to stay as, um, you know, the, what do they call it? Of high super host, whatever. I don't know what they call it. Awesome. Yeah, so I'm an all-star host now. Most of my um, renters are repeat renters, so they call me directly and see what vehicles I currently have, and they will rent it. So I've had multiple people. Um, I have a team. Oh, not a team. I have people that only rent for me. So I'm trying to get them to transition and just stay with me <laughs> as I back out of Toro and just you know go full body. So once I can figure out the whole business of what insurances that I need and you know how I can set up the LLC correctly um to actually have a rental business, um that's gonna be the goal. Yeah. Um, for me it's pretty much like both of them said the same thing is just being able to not be on the Toro platform for me to have a whole rental agency for that and having somebody work it, everybody having somebody do all the work and I'm just collecting um, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So we're we're nearing the end of the podcast, but I like to ask my my guests if they have any book or app recommendations. I mean, app recommendations, obviously Toro, but if you have anything outside of that or any book recommendations, it doesn't have to do with Toro, just in general life. Just try not to recommend Rich Dad Poor Dad or The Secret because I heard that about a hundred times. But yeah. <laughs> Well, this is where I'm going to put our plug in for um, Infinitely Paid. <laughs> That's what you need to get. Dominique and I launched a, um, a uh, launched our consulting business in January where we're teaching uh, folks who want to get into the, uh, the Airbnb game, want to get into the short-term rental game, both mm-hmm. with rentals and car rentals, the Toro games. So um, we have uh, coming up in July another four-week passive income challenge that people can register and join us on. Um, and so you can get that information at www.infinitelypaid.com. Um, so that's what I recommend, infinitelypaid.com. <laughs> For sure. And anyway, uh, promo code? P-A-I-D. If you use the word paid, we normally give you $100 off. But if you can go ahead and follow us Instagram at again infinitely paid. Sure. Appreciate that. I've tried to find the name of the book. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> oh, so I'm gonna give you a book. A book that I I um read in regards to business. I would say emotionally intelligent, emotional intelligence, uh, which to me personally was an amazing book. Um, I believe a lot of business owners need to read that because so many times we get uh we get so overly personal with people um and feeling taking everything so personal and we have to remember it's not personal it's just business and we have to direct our frustration to the correct places um so i definitely believe reading emotional intelligence um i cannot remember the person name who wrote it 
but it's an amazing book. It's a blue cover. And I say, go and read it because it actually helped me with customer service. Um, I've always did customer service, but it helped me navigate my feelings a little bit better and believing that, hey, it's just, that you never know. They may be having a bad day off. Mm-hmm. Who's the book? Who's the book, Bob? I'm at. Um, let me look at my iPad. I can tell you in two seconds. <laughs> Another one. I, I see. I'm a reader. I think leaders are readers, so I believe I read a lot. <laughs> of course, I went. I was going to say success principles, but you said don't say that, and then you said what was the other one? You said don't break that for that. Yeah. So I, I read. I read a lot. So 10x rule book by Grant Cardone is also an amazing book for um for business owners. Uh, that's great. Um, I, I, I got a, oh, uh, A Perfect Day to Boss Up by Rick Ross. I'm a reader. I read a lot. <laughs> <laughs> a Perfect Day by Rick Ross was amazing. Um, I All believe right, that was great. To that one. <laughs> Let me get emotional intelligence, um, the owner. I mean, the author. Mm-hmm. And app recommendations? As far as like, um, is there any apps that help you with Toro? Like anything that helps like track the mileage or like with the GPS or I don't know. So um, for um, my cars, um, I use Bouncy and I believe I'm getting charged like maybe $20 a month uh, for, and that's for both of them. So with mm-hmm. Bouncy, um, it pulls up the mileage of your cars and also um, if you have any alerts, if your battery is low, um, if you get in the, if any uh, airbags are deployed, um, where your car is parked at, if they're driving it, um, you can set up alerts for speed. So I got the Maserati. When people think mm-hmm. they have NAS, NASCAR track, <laughs> it's like, it's okay. But I did have to text one guy that was going 125 because mm. you don't even go on 125 anywhere. You know, does, just say again. How does that work? So um, it's a setting. So I can set um, like, hey, send me an alert if somebody's going over 100. Send me an alert if somebody's going over 125. So it's going to, um, I have the app, but it pings me kind of like a, a notification. And I just look at it like, hey, mm-hmm. you get a speed alert. And I also have a, um, an out of bounds area alert. So I mm-hmm. set it from um, wherever I want. Like I was in San Diego, I told you. And I would mm-hmm. set it real close to that little border. That was like four exits away from me, just in case. I'm going to make sure I'm a cop. So. Um, with that being said, I, I can, um, I normally send them a friendly text, like, hi, my car, the, um, how are you guys doing? How's the car ride going? Um, I just got an alert from the car um, that um, it's, I say it's in Mexico, not headed, it's in Mexico. Um, and they're normally, um, oh, no, we're going to the outlet because the outlet's right there. So I just trust uh-huh. my verify, you know, because um, I will yeah. hit the kill switch on them. And I definitely recommend <laughs> a kill switch, kill switch. If you are starting Turo, you need a kill switch and a GPS tracker in your car. You do not want to hand your car over to someone and they are just gone. Because Turo, they say they ver- verify driver's license, but it's kind of suspect sometimes. So I verify as well. So with the Viper kill switch that I have, I can set up alerts for speeding, anything as well. But if I have to have somebody that's not responding, um, they haven't extended an hour, two hours, three hours later, I've reached out to Turo. Turo can't reach them. I hit the kill switch. I'm hitting that kill switch because where you at? <laughs> you're done. And then normally they hit me like, oh, well, I've never had it happen, but they'll hit you back like, oh, um, the car's not starting. So now we're communicating. We're starting that level of communication back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, oh, yeah, well, I was just a little late. So I, I, I do want to extend. 
So this is just a plug for anybody with tarot. If you run into somebody and they're not responding, what you need to do is look at your next couple of dates, raise your prices up. So the max for the Maserati is three fifty a day. So if somebody's not responding, I hit that kill switch. I'm raising the next two days to three fifty. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? You, you're gonna pay for my time. I'm a little petty on that end. Damn. I'm raising that. <laughs> you want to play? You have my vehicle, like you know. Okay, like I, yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. Let me ask you a question. So when you raise your your price for the next two days, do Toro give you that? Because I don't. When they do the extension, I don't. I think they still use the base price that they got the current price at, right? They absolutely do. But if you raise that up, you will get paid for that unless they bring your vehicle back. So most of when you raise it, they're going to be like, oh, well, the price just increased a whole lot. OK, do you want to extend? Do you want to bring the car back? Uh, OK. okay. I don't uh, know you could do that. Start mid start doing that. Well, 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 technically, their ride has ended. Uh, so if they haven't extended and, and I haven't extended and Toro hasn't extended, that, that is a late return. Right now, I oh, called okay. hey, I have a late return. I don't have my vehicle. All right, right, right. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, well, I said if they don't return it. <laughs> um, and, and what was the other app that you mentioned? It was called Bouncy? Yes, it's yeah. Bouncy. So B-O-U-N-C-I-E. And is, you stick it into your, I want to say it's called the ODB. Help me out, Wayne. I think it's the ODB. <laughs> I ain't no car girl, but you just plop it right in there, the tracker. Yeah, OBD2 port. So, yeah, OBD2 port. And it's so easy. Even I, I, I totally have, uh, B-O-U-N-C-E. My little Also, so it's something you plug into the car and the app, yeah. like, registers, all that stuff. Like, the, well, I, was, I know about the thing that you plug into the car, like the little remote thing where you go to, like, auto parts, whatever, they can read, like, your, your battery level and all yep, that stuff. Thanks, so, basically, thanks. it does that. Yep. But um, also, I, I have hardwire in is my Viper because okay. um, some I, I want to plug this in. I am looking wherever you're a tour on that. If you're on Facebook, look at uh, Turo Jacksonville, Turo San Diego, Turo Atlanta. There's a group and mostly mainly the big cities um, and they put out really good information. Also, mm-hmm. another good Facebook group is Turo Blacklisted. So that is a group designed to protect Turo users um, like, hey, don't run to this guy. This is what happened. Da, 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 da. You get a picture, you get their name, and you get what happened. And mm. especially if it's in your area like San Diego, San Diego and Jacksonville, I like screenshot and put in my favorites just like, hey, I'm going to keep a look. <laughs> so that's that's a, a really good group. And I've learned a lot from other people's kind of mistakes or things happening to them. That's a good thing to know. And well, I also I want to plug one thing in. With, uh, uh, they were talking about people were stealing parts. So I have, <laughs> um, what do you call them, Sp- Spirelli's. And those are expensive. I had to get new tires. So I put like a tire lock on, um, a, a lug lock on all my tires. And I hide the key in my vehicle. Because you need, if you're going to change some tires, you're going to have to call me. <laughs> you're not going to play them there. What, what happened? So we have a problem? Just want to plug that in. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, I, I have that book, by the way. Oh, I just got it. So it's called that's my property and it's by dre evans he is a navy lieutenant from chicago he's actually mm. a chicago ex-gang member and um he is a um a multi-millionaire um property investor and his yeah. story is literally from the trenches to the top and i read it and it's a really good book 
people are wondering how to invest in multi-unit properties. Oof. Definitely. That's what I want to get into too. Yeah, I want to get to everything y'all doing. 20 cars. I know, but, Kathy, how many doors you got on Airbnb? I forgot how many. You see, uh, you said nine. We have, we have, no, not nine. We have nine, we have nine, multi, nine doors. We have some multi-units that we own. Um, but we have uh, we have three doors currently on Airbnb. Hmm. So, uh, I'm trying to get like y'all, man. man. <laughs> I'm trying to be sleeping when I don't get my money like y'all. Like that's it. Ain't always good. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, that's for sure. Like, but it's definitely worth that one. It's definitely that one knucklehead. Yeah, it's definitely worth. But we, we have another podcast. We can get deep in that too. In a, in a perfect world, there be no mistakes. People come, get your car, fill it up on gas, bring it back. Or like Airbnb, they come, stay, leave. Uh-uh, go back to that stay in the Airbnb. They come, stay, clean up, and then yes. leave. <laughs> clean up? I thought you got to yes, clean Yes, clean up. <laughs> I mean, of course, we got to clean the lady, but sometimes they just be a little bit, I don't know. They be alive. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, all right, they come, don't mess the place up and leave. Right, right, right. <laughs> that part. Not flood your whole, you know, they, they be doing some, they be doing they be doing some stuff, don't they, Kathy? Hmm. Well, yeah. I'ma um in the description for the podcast, I'm gonna put the link to all of you guys um Toro vehicles. So send me that in the messenger. And um, how can um the listeners get in contact with you guys? As far as social media, right? Instagram. We don't do any consultations or anything like that. I mean, mm-hmm. no, do a free game, but been trying to convince me to do that. I told him he shouldn't be giving up free game no more. People take it more when they have to pay for a service. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see. But um, you can look us up, bridging the divide at bridging the divide investment group on Instagram. Also mm-hmm. infinitely paid um, yeah, for, for sure. our Airbnb and Toro <laughs> consultation. Bridging the Divide is to follow us as we do our multi-units. We do some flips and, you know, some of the other stuff that we got going on. Um, so, yep, those are two places you can look up. Hey, hey Kathy, real quick, I have a question. Um, mm-hmm. so, so you guys do your um, Airbnb. Do you link your, your Toro to that as well? Like plug that in? We have not we have not done that yet, only because um, two of my Airbnbs are in Houston and most of our tour cards are in Maryland. I have one Airbnb unit here in Maryland in Baltimore. Um, so it's not we're not in the same location for all of our units. But I would love to do something like that. because I've seen some people do it where they do like they offer the car rental as a, um added service. Mm-hmm. OK, I was just just curious. Let's do it. Um, I don't have any social media that's geared towards Turl yet. Need to get my life together. Um, but the next time we do a podcast, I will have that together. And I'm only working <laughs> on my business credit because I'm trying to get like like Kathy. No, I'm trying to get like y'all. So I gotta work on my business credit and my social media presence. For sure. So if you want to work with your business credit, you can go ahead and file infinitely paid. So yes, you can find us at infinitely paid. Um, 
that is um, the Airbnb and Toro where we teach people how to um, build their business credit, build their businesses um, and get started with passive income. We call ourselves the passive sisters. <laughs> um, and for me, I'm a, a, a um, serial entrepreneur. So if you follow me, you'll get a little bit of everything. Airbnb, Toro, travel, all that good stuff. Um, at I am Dominique, duh, D-U-H. Okay. But most importantly, go follow Infinitely Paid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do, for sure. Everybody, you hear that? Go follow them. Get your promo code, P-A-I-D, $100 off. <clears throat> but um, other than that, I just want to thank you guys for being here again. I know um, I always say time is money and squeezing this in your schedule. I don't know what you guys got going on, but to be here, I appreciate you guys. Absolutely. Thank you, Joseph, for inviting me and Wayne, who made a guest uh, a guest appearance. Yep, popped up. Uh, thank you so Thanks much. Thanks for the invite. It was good meeting oh, thank y'all. Thank you. Thank you. It was nice meeting y'all. I wanted to link up with you, Dr. Giovanna. Yes, I'm gonna follow you. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, thank you for the learning experience. I hope the listeners learned something. But yeah. Um, Good night to you guys and enjoy the rest of y'all week. All right. Good night. Good night. Good night. That's all for now. Um, listeners, if you're still listening, I want to thank you for still listening. Uh, like, subscribe, comment. Let me know what you think about this episode. Um, I appreciate you for still being here. Um, I hope you learned something. Enjoy these tunes by the one and only Imani Fest. Until next time, peace. Some courage to spare. You should.
try it. They tell the judges what they want and they buy it. No chopping cart, cause you know they learn. Yeah, the real shoplifters can't take my package. You know that I'm gifted. The real shoplifters can't take my package. They know that I'm gifted. They know that I'm gifted, yeah. Know that I'm gifted. Real shoplifters can't take my package. They know that I'm gifted.